Letting it hang back a little bit. Yeah, yo, chill out, yo. Yeah. Relax. Hit. This is supposed to be relaxing right Street now. Chilling. You sweating, dude? Yeah. Sweating a little bit. Episode 35. George, who are our sponsors today? <clears throat> uh, our sponsors are the... Nobody. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> We're going to ask you every episode who our sponsors are. Can I make them up? Until we have one. <laughs> we have a sponsor. Let's, uh, Technically. Who's our sponsor? Who? Prime Yourself? No, they, no? Don't, they don't. No. You think, you think Ryan Sponsor Stewart pays is, us oh. to... We don't get paid. Like, talk about their company. Hear that, Ryan? Or something that we use, if you will. Give me the loot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Special... Uh, episode today because we're doing this on a Sunday. Jamel just finished up his class. Jamel, how was class? Amazing. Spicy, <laughs> Spicy baby. That's that fresh <laughs> cup, boy. I see you all lined it up. It's pretty fresh. Mm, you do that yourself? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, obviously not. We got John Ashley. We're sharing a couch. Yes, we are. And I'm actually talking for once. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we got George. George is here. Turbo is in LA doing some gigs. And then gigs. our uh, guest... Of honor today is the John Murphy. John, how are you today? Awesome, man. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, of course, bro. Hell yeah. John just got back from Florida. You just landed this morning, no? Yeah, had a uh, 6 a.m. flight, got in about 9 to Newark, and <laughs> pretty much went to the apartment for 20 minutes and came right here. Quick sec, you know what wow. I'm saying? Yeah, Damn, two seconds, get over here for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I like that. I like that. <clears throat> yeah, I want to get John on just because, you know, he's a... What do you say? Like the ideal client, the ideal member. He always brings the pain. No excuses, no complaints. He was athlete of the month for October. Much deserved. Um, yeah, and he's got he's got a pretty cool story that a lot of people probably don't know about him. And uh, George, why don't you just tell us what just happened before the podcast started, man? Well, crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. I've never seen George so happy. I uh, I was basically in near tears. <laughs> I, I, that's that's not an exaggeration. Give, the, give the backstory. That's not an exaggeration. So uh, I started covering Turbo. Uh, he's been filming a lot lately with his recent roles. So I've been covering his uh, Thursday barbell class, his Tuesday barbell class. Um, so I finally got to meet. Uh, you know, I always hear about this guy, John Murphy. John Murphy. I coach a man for a lot. She's always like, "Yeah, John Murphy this morning's putting up this weight, and I fixed his power clean using the blocks. And yeah, he's got his muscle up. Jamel got the other day. And so I'm hearing all about this guy, like. I got to meet this guy. And I'm a big Yankee fan. He was on the Yankees. In- insane. I was like, I was like, yeah, so what, single A? He's like, no, I was on double A. I was like, <laughs> like that's the show. Like, that's basically the show. Like, you don't, nobody, like, not a lot of people get to double A. Like, seriously. So we were talking the one morning, and he was like, he was like, yeah, I guess it was my, uh, my, one of my buddies coming up in the system. I was like, well, when did you get drafted? <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> he was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said 10 years ago first. I was like, come on. Well, you know, I thought, you know, I was like, wait, people are getting drafted at 18 nowadays. I don't know if you went to college. And then, you know, afterwards you told me St. Mary's. But I did shit on it your age a little bit. I was like, oh, what, 10 years ago? And you were like, yo, yo, fuck you, me, bro. How old do you think I am, man? Jamel's like, oh, oh, my God. You were just called John Murphy old. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, fuck. So just met the guy and I just shit on his age. No. So, um. I was like guessing people's like uh, Tyler Austin, this, that. He was the first baseman, just got traded. Um, and he was like, no, think big. And I was like, no. Aaron Judge? And he was like, yeah, he's one of my good buddies. Took me out to Boston the other, the other uh, weekend. You know, really larger than life guy. He's just like he is on TV behind the scenes. And I was like, no way. He's like my favorite player, like clearly. Cause, <laughs> Let me stop you real quick there. Every single Snapchat that that George sends has that gif of Aaron Judge like with a yeah, thumbs up, thumbs down, holding a bat. Every single Snapchat that he sends has Aaron Judge in it. Yeah. All right, go ahead. I love I love Judge because like three years ago, like the Yankees were, were pretty bad, and then like all of a sudden we we uh, trade Carlos Beltran. We we're dumping like all of our good players to get assets. So the the year was basically over. Then we bring up this guy Gary Sanchez and this guy Aaron Judge and this other guy. Uh, Tyler Austin boom Tyler Austin Aaron Judge hit back-to-back home runs the very first day on the scene holy shit this guy's 6'7 275 immediately and like he gets behind the camera he's really cool I'm like holy shit I love this guy I love this man and then to come to find out somebody I just met is best friends with them I was like oh my holy shit so fast forward to today I walk in just now and John 
Who's John? Murph. Yeah, not allowed to call me that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my who, father's name. Who, who are the only people to call you John? Um, my mom. Yep. Um, you now. And uh, <laughs> Derek Jeter was one of them that would always just call me Johnny. That was it. Johnny? That was it. Never Murph. Uh, it was just Johnny. Does your girlfriend John. call you? John. Yeah, so that, that, your, yeah, your mother and your girlfriend. We, yeah, that's it. So, right. so really mom, it. girlfriend, Derek Jeter, <laughs> George Hart. <laughs> no, no, I don't belong in that group. So uh, <clears throat> where was it? Oh, yeah. So I was like, uh, so Murph walks in and he was like, he's like, here, man, here you go. Hands me a baseball. I was like, oh, cool. Look down at it. Aaron Judge's signature on the baseball. I, I just about, I, I, I don't know what I was seeing. I've never nothing. seen George so um you know how George is, you know, always like very high energy, all this and that. He's like, it was like, beep, 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 beep. He stopped in his tracks. Like near tears. <laughs> near, near tears. <laughs> I, I mean, like. He's holding it right now, looking at it. I'm still in shock. Like, Murph, that's you're crazy. the man. Like, this, Dude, is, this is incredible. I, that's one of the re- He gave me a bunch of those just to kind of give out to anybody I was close with. That and really, no, don't that really start wanted. asking this yeah, guy yeah. for fucking yeah, balls no. from Aaron no. Judge, all right? I saw the excitement <laughs> in his in his face the first day, so yeah. I, knew, I knew he'd be a guy that would want one. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Dude, so cool. Yeah, There was 162 games this past year. I can honestly say this is not an exaggeration. I've probably watched from start to finish probably like 155. <sighs> that's not an exaggeration. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. And they don't have fans like those these days anymore. No. I would say recently, uh, probably. A little bit more, but even so. Yeah, right. Not Gaining traction, I would say, more now. Yeah, because we're yeah. actually good. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's different. Right. Exactly. Yep. So that's cool, man. Murph, you're the man. Thank that was you, a cool dude. moment. It, dude. Yeah, dude. So Murph, how'd you cool. get here? How'd you find CrossFit? What, um, I don't know. Yeah, talk. start with that. Yeah, so I was kind of um, doing my own workouts back when I was coaching um, at Boston College before this. Just kind of doing my own thing and kind of following CrossFit.com and just really doing really doing workouts without a plan, like circuits here and there, different lifts, but never really had any structure or anything I was really going towards. And then um, when I came here, um, I'm working at West Point now, kind of fell into the same, kind of the same trap, didn't know what I was training for. And one day I was just like, I'm going to look online and find a place. And it came down, I saw your guys' place and I saw the CrossFit locomotive up the street. And for whatever reason, I, I, I got led here, I chose this place and um, came in with my first class with uh, Manfro that 5 a.m. and mm-hmm. ever since then I loved it and it was uh, just just the community here, the environment, the just being with you guys every day. Like it's it's a really really awesome place for me and now now I feel like I, I don't know what I would do without it on a regular day basis. Like it's it's what I look forward to first every day. So. Yeah. So you're the type of guy that needs that competitive edge in yeah. his life. Otherwise you'd go nuts. <clears throat> yep. Like yep. what else would you do if you didn't have that? Do you think? I honestly don't know. I really don't. My my girlfriend runs um, marathons, half marathons. Like she's yeah. pretty competitive runner. So I feel like if it wasn't CrossFit, like I would just try and not keep up with her, but I would use that as maybe something to do too. Maybe get more into running or something. But um, I, I like this a lot better. Yeah. So <coughs> wh- how do you feel like that's kind of transferred over into your life? Like what do you do at West Point and whatnot? Um, in terms of s- structure, it. Not really as much towards West Point, but more towards my everyday life. Like this yeah. gives me the start to every day, and knowing that this is going to start be the beginning of my day every day. Like I have to be prepared for it throughout the day. Like I, I don't want to just come here and go through the motions and then go to work. Like I want to come in here, um, kind of go through a tough workout and then then have my eating planned out for the day. Have mm-hmm. my um, all my stuff for practice laid out for the day. Just make just kind of have my day. Um, planned out in a clean routine and I think it starts with having a good good workout in the morning and then everything I do throughout the rest of the day leads towards the next morning right. so I think that's a huge piece of it how long have you been here for um it's around January last year so 10 months or so yeah yeah that's right mm-hmm. and so you work out at what what time 6 a.m yeah I do the 6 a.m and then you also do the barbell class mm-hmm. with um turbo yeah turbo yeah. usually and if Turbo's not here, George? Yep. What's <laughs> <Sub> up, George? <laughs> so how's that? So getting ready, you're going to compete in Fitness Alive, yeah? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So talk to me about that. How how are you preparing for that? Um, I think, honestly, just trust. I think trust in the programming here is the biggest piece so far. 
um, when I joined CrossFit to start, <clears throat> I know it sounds crazy, but when I first came here, I was kind of like, I was nervous about what I was getting into. And I kind of feel the same way going to the fittest alive. I know you guys tell me like, I'm fine. Like you're going to crush it, but you still, you don't really know until you get in that competition type style. Um, so, so I think I'm a little, um, just a little in between with it right now. I, I think I'll be fine with it, but I'm just trusting kind of the programming here and doing all the accessory work and um, just making sure like nightly I'm doing my, doing ROM wads, like making nice. sure my nutrition's right. Awesome. Like, just, I know it's not a huge competition, but it's something I, I want to see, see how I could stack up with other guys. Wait, what do you mean it's not a huge competition? Yeah, yeah, what, do you mean? <laughs> yeah what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> Say that again. How many teams again? John, what do you think about that? Said it wasn't a huge competition. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I it don't know. There's like 80 rigged. teams right now, I think. So pretty times massive. two. 77. <laughs> Just said 77 years today. Oh, my goodness. Okay. 77. So let's say by the time we start, 85. 85 times two. What's that? A couple? <laughs> so <laughs> we're thinking a couple here. All right. It's pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a big competition. <laughs> it's colossal. Colossal. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a movie. But trusting in the programming uh, and showing up on competition day, I think uh, Fittest over here can speak some about that. Definitely. <laughs> and it's your first competition, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. the unknown unknown and unknowable. Yes. And by doing everything in your power to make sure that you're prepared for that day, oh, man, you're going to show up and you're going to surprise yourself. It's mm-hmm. going to be awesome. Yeah. You're going to be super excited. Yeah. Can't wait for that part. Just because, you know, like even when even when I'm playing in games, when I was when I was playing ball and everything, like you practice throughout the week and you feel like you've done everything you can to do up to that point to get ready. But once competition starts, you never know, never know what you're capable of once you get out there. So it's a it's a great environment. Have you ever been to a competition, CrossFit competition? Have not. Oh, no shit. Well, this little competition we're putting on, (laughs) 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 it's going to be, I mean, honestly, I would always help with the competitions. And this past summer, I actually did my first ever competition and 95 pound thrusters felt lighter. 150 pound sandbag felt like nothing. (laughs) You got people yelling in your ear, telling you to go. You're going to PR. You're going to freak out. You're going to go faster (laughs) than you ever have. You're going to recover quick. It's going to, you're going to go all out. I love it, man. Yeah, it's yeah. Awesome. excited for it. I am. My wife and I do a competition every year called Bros and Does. My wife's sitting over there right now. <laughs> Hi, Jamie. And it's uh, it's one of our favorite competitions. It's a lot of fun, and especially if you have a good, a big crew there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when your team travels with you, it's just like the Yankees. Yeah. Come on. It's just yeah. like the Similar. Yankees. You're all same. It's yeah. the same. <laughs> you're all competing against each other, but at the end of the day, you're all having a good time together. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so it's like I've been on the Yankees almost. <laughs> almost. I never thought about it like that. <laughs> yeah. Let me get a signed baseball from you. I'll sign your nipple. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Eddie. You got a shoppy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what else is going on here? So you've been doing CrossFit for 10 months now. After the Fittest Alive, what's next for you? Oh, wait. What'd you just get? Oh, got my first ring muscle. Yeah. 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 Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Took two hours of practice, and I got probably the ugliest ring muscle up in the history of muscle ups. But Jamal, walk us through that. Now it's good. Walk us through that day and walk us through the day before, actually, because that's when it all, <laughs> that's when it all kind of. All right, so manifested. <laughs> I got invited out to uh, MSG that night by, by Kevin to go see the UFC fights. Super excited, super happy. So we're getting down there. We're pre-gaming. We're getting pretty lit up, I guess you could say. So I think it was like during the middle of the main fight, I just I get a message on uh, Instagram, and it's Murph. And he's just like, dude, I'm going to come in and practice ring muscle-ups today. And being me, the drunk person I was at that time, <laughs> there was there – was can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good now. You sure? Am yeah. I good? Yeah, yeah. Yo, they got to hear me, bro. I did. I did. <laughs> um, so – so uh, me being me, uh, being drunk, I was like, "Fuck that! We're getting a ring muscle up tomorrow." <laughs> like, yo, we're let's it. go! It's going. <laughs> uh, so yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, the day of, I thought he wasn't gonna show up because he told me like eleven o'clock, and it's like, you know, eleven oh one. He's just like, eleven fifteen, bro, or eleven thirty, <laughs> or something like that. I was like, all right, like let's get in here. Um, so he showed up. Uh, I went through the motions with him. I. Definitely uh, helped him with his kip. Uh, his kip was probably the biggest thing that needed to be fixed. Um, and understanding tension through the body, like any gymnastics movement, 
you're going to need tension throughout your whole body. You're going to need to have that body awareness, that control, things like that. So we went over that for a good minute, um, then moved on to the turnover and we stayed for like another hour <laughs> and he was, you know, failing and failing, and failing. But the thing I knew about him and myself is I know if he, if I know he wasn't going to leave until he got one. So I definitely nice. wasn't going to leave him hanging. Cause I know he had that drive and that mindset to get it. And once you have that, once that hard work is in play, like everything goes out the window, you're going to be, you're going to, he's going to get it. Like I knew he was going to get it at some point. Funny thing is the one video I did record was him getting the, the muscle. One. Yeah. <laughs> the only one you did. Yeah. It was yeah. awesome. He crushed it. I was super happy for him. So yeah, he, his, uh, perseverance and, uh, determination, uh, exceeds a lot of, uh, a lot, a lot of, uh, I'm not gonna say other people, but definitely a very strong mindset. most people yeah most people, i'll say yeah. it yeah i don't know i don't want anybody feelings to get hurt <laughs> shit i'll say no, it right now <laughs> i don't care he's a very committed individual i'll definitely give him that it's yeah. the difference that's the difference exactly yeah so i was here that day too and then you did say i'm not leaving until you get this thing yeah so that was cool yeah were you hung over it brought a big <laughs> actually i no. wasn't Good for you. Yeah, I hydrated the night before. You guys want to hear something mad funny, though? I was pretty drunk on the train, wound up falling asleep in Kevin Nelson's lap. That's weird. <laughs> How'd it feel? Smell? Taste? How'd it go? It was actually very cozy and comfortable. Man's got a love, lot of loving to give, George Hartshorn. <laughs> you should have had the regimen, man, but I guess you didn't need it. Yeah, whatever. Kevin, um, yeah, he still has those. Why Kevin's got a bunch of them. Yeah. Kevin's got like 15 at his house. Boy's sitting on him. Yeah. You're sitting on him until they... Quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> He's hoarding them bitches. He ain't going to hand them out. It's no fucked. way. Come on, man. Kevin. If <laughs> Kevin, if you're listening to this, which you're not, start giving some out, please. Need more feedback. Yeah, you do. For real. I do. <clears throat> the uh, NutriScience got back to me actually recently. Yeah? Yeah. The price quote I uh, should get by this week. It's beautiful. Woo. Yeah, they they told me some ingredients I can include, not include. Activated charcoal being one, I said that's fine. Do a little ginger root instead. Mm. You know, ginger's good for the tummy. So it should do about the same thing. That's Anywho, great. Selling drip. Hey man, I know a guy who who did that. Uh, Episode uh, what was that? Thirty-three. <laughs> Bro. Okay, so. That was so speaking of which, last episode was probably our greatest episode. <laughs> I, would, I would agree. <laughs> that was uh, uh, man, I've never gotten so much feedback about an episode of our podcast, and and especially a part that was like fifty minutes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. The babies, the babies, <laughs> best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. You like that, John? <laughs> yeah, that was tough to it was tough to follow that one up. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, so what did we do? We went out and got Murph. Yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah, we'll yeah, we top did. It. yeah, we did. So Murph, do you want to? Uh, and again, I can edit this out. Do you want to go up into your upbringing? Yeah, sure. Yeah? You want to? Mm -hmm. It's up to you. Yeah, for sure. All right. So let me just mark this. All right. So why don't you tell us? So. Where does all this resilience come from, this pursuit of being the best, competitive, and kind of um, not getting so complacent? Where does that come from? Um, so my sophomore year of high school, um, my dad lost a battle to cancer. Um, and I know it sounds like um, not the greatest obviously not the, the greatest time of my life, but I think it was one of the um, biggest things that kind of separated me. Um, I, I just think from there, it made me realize what, like what, what value each day has. Um, and if you're gonna spend time kind of complaining or not trying to get better or um, j just not doing what other people of authority are, are asked of you, um, I think that, I, I just think, just going back to that, I think that's the biggest thing that that I took from that. I was, I went to a dark place for <laughs> probably like two or three months. Like it was really hard to do that, to go through that as a sophomore in high school. Like I didn't, I didn't know what, what to do. But um, kind of my mom pushed me right out. Like we were in the middle of a 
middle of a summer baseball season my mom pushed me right out there she said he'd, he'd want you to play like let's go play so mm. kind of from that moment I kind of took that as um I'm just going to use this in a positive way I know it's 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 what he'd want me to do he'd want me to um give everything I have to everything I do every day and um I still use it to this day. The second I come in here, it's like, all right, let's get to work. Like, there's a lot of people in the world that don't have a chance to do something like this every day. So um, that's kind of how I use it to flip flip my mindset. Um, and I know you and I talked about it recently, but I, I don't know where I'd be without that life experience at such a mm. young age. Because, um, I, I mean, my mom and dad made, made decent money, lived in a decent town. Like, ev- everything, nothing was really hard for me growing up. Like, I had... I had everything I need to go to school, get to all my games on time, get a good education, all that stuff. So um, when this kind of, when this happened, that's when I think um, my mindset kind of flipped. That was the first time I really went through some real adversity in my life. And um, like I said, still use it every day towards um, everything I do. Like anytime there's a, anytime I want to complain about something, anytime something upsets me, whatever it may be, I just think like, Hey, he he wouldn't he wouldn't be happy if you're doing this right now. So yeah, like let, let's let's flip this into a positive way and, and get something out of it. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty powerful. What type of cancer was it? It was pancreatic. <coughs> yeah, so that's uh, that's probably one of the worst cancers that something can ever get. Mm-hmm. Um, we share a similar story. My dad had that too, and that's what took his life. So. We talked about this last weekend, um, so that's kind of why John and I kind of clicked a little bit more, mm-hmm. and that's why I wanted to bring him on as well. So I know George and John, this is kind of weird for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, this is we know what it's like to lose. We've that's true. Yeah, but at the same time, it's at that we lost someone a little bit later on in life. You guys had to feel that adversity a lot earlier so that that's definitely different in our perspective mm. but uh and we can never imagine that but it's awesome that you're comfortable to share their, your stories mm. both of you yeah i was 13 yep so right 13 99 i was 1999 yep. so i was in eighth grade yeah i was sophomore and like i said to you last week now i now i know why uh I clicked on this page and made the trip here. It finally, finally clicked for me. Is that weird? Like, yeah, I just you, you find that all the time. Like I just run yeah. into random situations where I can relate to someone like you and I just did. Yeah, yeah. That was um, and I was telling him like, you know, if <clears throat> that never happened to me, I I don't know if I would be here today, where I am sitting here with you guys, because I think that you know, like what John went through was probably kind of like the same thing that forced me to be like I don't want to be like him you know because he was in very poor health right your dad was a smoker my dad had two heart attacks he was a diabetic and he was just he was he was a heavy smoker too so it was kind of like the same thing yeah it was weird how Similar our stories were at when we're standing here last weekend talking about it and just saying, you know, I think that's why I get so mad at people who complain mm-hmm. because then I realize like you haven't been through shit. You know, I think a lot of that stems from just going through that experience, mm-hmm. you know. And I could have used that experience as, you know, woe is me and, you know, I want everyone to feel bad. But I, I, I personally refuse to let that happen because, like you said, you know, you put a value on each day that you have here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I think it takes a lot of humility, once again, for you, Dave and Murph, to share their stories. And it, it's it's awesome that you would open up and tell everybody about this. And I think people now will I mean, you're not looking you're not looking for, you know, oh, I'm sorry and stuff like that. But when people look at you now, they'll say wow, like that is why the way you guys are. You're a business owner. You're one of the best athletes in the gym, played for the Yankees. Like that kind of explains your drive. And it means that that moment in your life was the reason why you are who you are today. And I think that's incredible. 
you guys want to set that high standard for everybody else. You want to set the example. You want to be that leading role. And having more people like that in the gym definitely helps out the community. Yeah, it's a it's a tough situation, but I, you know, I, I've never shared my story. Um, so there you go. Yeah. There you have it. I'm the same way. Like I rarely do. I don't talk about it no. to anybody. Based off like what what you said, like I don't want it to people to be like giving me like right. any any sorry feelings. Like I I don't I don't need that. Um, I had enough of that for the for that week after it happened with everything. Yeah. But like, yeah, I I think um, just the connection with it was kind of crazy to just yeah. be in here for a half hour that day talking about yeah. it. Yeah, randomly came up. Mm-hmm. And then what was our other connection that we had? Um, I oh uh, my college roommate, his dad That's died right. a month before. <laughs> Um, from colon cancer, and right. he en- he ended up being my best friend, gonna be the best man of my wedding. And I yeah. think he went through pretty much the same. Yeah, so same j- situation. My best friend, you guys know him, John uh, Brigatti. His yeah. his dad died three years later. He was my he's my best friend, and he was my best man at my wedding. Mm-hmm. And 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 Murph was the best man at his you know best friend's wedding. So that was super weird. That's yeah. that's very weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I thought like it's like they're branching <laughs> off like a billion different ways and you guys are still so close. Like that's yeah. incredible. Holy crap. Yeah. It's freaking yeah, weird. It's wild. But yeah, it's um you know, again, I don't I don't want anyone to feel bad for me at all. Like I don't I don't need that. So, just throwing that out there. Mhm. Uh, we don't need that at all. It's not what we're looking for. We don't go around wearing that on our sleeve at all. It's just something that kind of drives us every day, you know. Yep. Yep. And everything, every day, and everything I do for sure. But I, I'm sure, uh, like every time you stepped onto the diamond, he was there with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure every time you stepped into the weight room, and that's why you opened up in your garage, Iron City Fitness. And every time you stepped in there and grabbed the barbell, he was with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what carried you guys to be great. And you guys are great. Two of the most resilient leaders I know. Thanks, that's a man. fact. Yeah. Appreciate that. I'm sure a Thanks, lot of people man. would agree. <laughs> Jamel's nodding his head. You agree? <laughs> you disagree. Oh, my God, this guy. <laughs> you know what, man? No, seriously. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. All right. So what do you want to talk about now? Uh, so I want so to uh, <laughs> Sorry to bring it all the way down, back. <laughs> all right. Reel it all the way back. So when, at what age did you know that you're like, wow, I'm good at this baseball thing? What age was that for you? Honestly, I was kind of a, I was more of a late bloomer type guy. Like I didn't get recruited by many, many big division one schools. Ended up going to a small division one school in Connecticut, um, but only had like really three three options for college baseball wise um freshman year I did well sophomore year I did well but I played in a really good summer league my sophomore year and I was an all-star in the league um playing alongside kids from UNC Oregon Eastern Carolina all these huge schools and anytime I say Sacred Heart University everybody says where's that because they're, they're they all really? oh yeah all the kids I played with yeah they're all they're all in the southern schools, oh, like okay, ACC, yeah. SEC, like really good programs. Um, and then I, I find myself being able to compete with them. And th- pretty much that sophomore, junior year of college is when I realized, like, I got a shot to to play. I, I had no idea because nobody ever gets really drafted out of the Northeast colleges. Um, but when I when I played with those other guys and realized every, everybody's just another player on the field, like it doesn't matter what college you go to, um, you, still, you still have to perform out there. That's when... That's when I really realized I had a chance. So what position did you play growing up? Played shortstop pretty much my whole life. Your entire life. Did you ever play hot corner? Um, my last year of playing, I played third, second, um, short, and first. Yeah, so I played all those my last year. That's it's more than a utility <laughs> guy. He <laughs> <laughs> was a weapon. Math <laughs> instruction. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> all right, so now you're in soft, your sophomore year, sophomore summer. You you killed it all-star game and uh what are some of the schools that reached out to you besides sacred heart um sacred heart reached out to me um talked to uconn a little bit um and then quinnipiac university in hamden connecticut and uh and bryant 
in Rhode Island. So boom, you go to Sacred Heart, you show up the first day with a big dick and a thunder <laughs> stick in your hand, and boom, you walk in, you're ready to go. How was your first year? Um, <laughs> it was good. I um, ended up not playing. I didn't start opening night. Um, I'll never forget Mistake this. by their part, <laughs> but keep going. Didn't start opening night. Um, pinch hit in the seventh inning um, against Chris Sale. We were playing against Florida Gulf Coast. Really? So my first that lanky piece yeah. of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that man. If you guys, uh, if you guys ever saw, just Google Chris Sale uh, interview, and it'll come up with his most recent one. He's a piece of shit. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> wow. So, um, yeah, so I pinch it in the seventh inning against against Chris Sale, <clears throat> who ended up being a top five pick in the draft. Um, and I just said, all right, let's let's hunt a fastball early because I'm not hitting the slider. No, um, you're not. No, no you're not. No chance. <laughs> no, you're not. Um, <laughs> so I came up. My first my first college hit was a single over the shortstop's head off uh, off, off Chris Sale. Chris Sale. Yep. Dude, and this then, is crazy. And then from there started George, started every George game forward. <laughs> so happy. Right uh, well, any any baseball fans like uh, Eric uh, yeah. Hanky? Yeah. That you say? Hanky's yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Uh, that's a cool last name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've always seen it spelled. Never said it out loud. Hanky, Hanky, Hanky. Anyway, um, that's he's gonna he's a big Red Sox fan. So oh, he, he is. Yeah. Okay. Good for him, right? That. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so he's gonna hear this and be like, be like, no way. Nobody can hit off hit off a of Chris Sale. The guy gets like you know eleven strikeouts a night yeah. and any given day. You know, for the Red Sox, they won the uh, whatever. Yeah, so crazy <laughs> first ever baseball hit. You got that one shot pinch hit. You're going up against this huge prospect of a guy yeah. that like probably everybody's coming to see. Big yep. scouts, seventh inning, mm-hmm. and you just come up and say, "Fuck you." Yeah, I'll just hit a fastball. That's it. Into left field. <laughs> so did you get an RBI off that hit? Or how'd yeah, that work? yeah. It was um, it was a one-one game. It was a go-ahead single. There. No, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's better than any friend time I've ever heard. Fist bump ensued. Yeah, fist bump just happened. Download Sugarwad today. Anyway. <laughs> that's insane. Hell yeah. All right. So now the coach looks at you and says, damn, this guy wasn't putting socks down his jock strap. He does have a big dick. <laughs> insane. So what, what, how did that, did you start like the next day? Did you start a week from there? Like what happened? Yeah, we had a, um, we we played Florida Gulf Coast again and <clears throat> started the next day at second um, second base I believe and then um, kind of from there played every day and ended up um, probably about ten games in being the uh, the starting shortstop for the for the season as a freshman. Damn! And all it took was that one pinch hit. You got your one shot, that one opportunity. I feel like that's a Eminem song. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not. Okay. <laughs> wow, is. is it? Wow. Um, I'm just going to keep saying wow like a thousand times this podcast. Wow. Wow. My boy Murph loves hip hop. I do. He loves Big it. time. Big yes. time. He's the only reason I get to play it in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you, you wouldn't play it otherwise? I would play it otherwise. <laughs> yeah, you do. Who was in here the other day? Kathy. Kathy. And he's just bumping like uh, like Wu Tang or something. <laughs> He's like, he's like, <laughs> Dave looks at me. He's like, Jamel's playing this music. You think Kathy likes it? And like, Kathy's just like, you know, like in the workout. Like, would you ask Kathy? Would you ask Kathy after the workout? Kathy, did, did you, you like, like that work? Did you like she the said music? I loved it. <laughs> you, could, you could ask her if like, you could ask her anything. Yeah. I loved it. You would have said anything, man. You like CrossFit? I love CrossFit. <laughs> you like this music? Ah! <laughs> you love third world hunger? Yeah. Love it. Oh my God, it's the best. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, yeah. Jamel. What do you think about that? You, do you know your audience? Yes, I always know. Yeah, know my audience. Yeah, yeah. And I try to get them acclimated <laughs> yeah, to up? my music because if they don't like my music or my coaching, they can leave. That's just the way it is. I am Jamel. This is how we talk. Southern Reverend. Hallelujah. Amen. And only then will the Holy Spirit die. No. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, Jamel. Pretty good impression. Damn. Decent. <laughs> 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 um, Continue what on the What the hell story. are we talking about? Let's reel it back from that huge <laughs> tangent. Oh, okay. the, um, the pinch. Pinch hit. Pinch yeah. hit. First step so now back. he's starting at second mm-hmm. every day. Uh, then you got moved to shortstop. End of your freshman year. Mm-hmm. Sophomore mm-hmm. year, you come out playing shortstop. Correct. Yep. And how did that year go? Who'd you guys play against? How'd you hit? What was your average? How many RBIs? How many at-bats? Um, what'd you wear for your uh, your underwear every day? Go. 
<laughs> sophomore year, I did not have a great year, actually. Um, I, s- I say not a great year, but I still hit hit over 300. <laughs> yeah, um, not a great year. But, like, I, I had, like, a 60-point drop from my freshman year to sophomore year. Um, and I don't know if it was just because of the kind of that pressure you feel after having a good freshman year. It's like, I got to come out and do better next year instead of just trying to be consistent and be the same. Sophomore um, was last year. Yeah, exactly. Judge went through the same thing. Exactly. Except, guess what? He just had, like you, he just 50 like homers Judge. a year. Fifty <laughs> 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 homers. He's still what, like thirty-eight. Like, oh damn, a great year, but not as amazing. Like, get out of here. Right. So, like you just said, like, oh, I didn't do as well. Still mm-hmm. hit over three hundred. Like, yeah. uh, your OBP was probably right. still like you know four something. Like, yeah. But I was still, still upset with myself mm-hmm. after the year, but ended on, um, coming up in the conference tournament, and I think I hit like. 500 or something it was the conference tournament mvp that year so i came on came on late when it mattered i guess to make us uh, get a push to That's a regional awesome. against uh uh we went to clemson that year for our regional did you beat him no no chance damn it i'm sorry <laughs> i mean I, I'm, I'm a game cock so no. i don't like clemson very much <laughs> no we didn't get him yeah cluck femson so it seems like like all your life when it mattered most you show up Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of just goes with your 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 trend. So like you're you're a great player, but all of a sudden things start going not so well, and then boom, when you needed it most, you showed up. Yeah, I don't think it's as much as like me turning on an extra gear mm. um, and showing up. I think it's just me staying the same, in a sense. And it just because it's in a big spot, it might seem like it's a better um, like a better performance. But I always just felt like first game of the season was the same as what's potentially going to be the last so um i didn't try and add extra pressure to myself didn't try and do anything more just tried to go out and trust my routines and and my preparation for the day um just treat it like any other game honestly that's great that's awesome so now what's um as far as your so non-crossfit what's what's next for you what are you looking to do um what do you want to do yes i I eventually want to end up being a college head coach, baseball-wise. Um, it it takes a little while because um, you kind of have to start your first. If you want to make it far to to a good program, you have to start pretty much as a volunteer. Yeah. Like when I was at Boston College, I was considered a volunteer assistant, um, and w- you you don't have a salary. Um, obviously, you're just working there to kind of get your foot in the door and see what comes next. So. They kind of say get get your foot in the door as high as possible. Mm-hmm. And Boston College was my highest opportunity, and um, it's in a really good conference. And that led me to moving up a level to come coach here at West Point now. So, um, and I love the place, love everything about it. But the the business just changes so fast. So um, there could be a new door that opens right after this year that might move me up another level towards my next goal. Um, but pretty much just want to keep climbing until I do get a uh, a head job somewhere, and that's that's probably in five or six years away. But yeah. just keep following the same path I'm going on right now. Trust and in the keep process. Keep trusting the progression. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In your darkest hour, your consistency shines through all. That's kind of what I got from that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, George is freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> you just trust the process, man. Yeah. That's yeah. that's your that's your mantra right there, man. That's it. You got to know that. Trust that everything you did to prepare was right and get out there and just go. That's it. Yeah. So what do you have to say to those people who, you know, are always asking, do I have to do extra or do I have to do cardio on off days? Like, what's your advice to them? Is this accessory really worth it? (laughs) (laughs) What are pin light rows? (laughs) Strict pull-ups for the seventh time this month. What's this tempo? Three seconds down? It so just drop down. It's the same thing. So that three seconds <laughs> hold it in the bottom or three <laughs> seconds up? What's sugar wad? I hate handstand push-ups. Push press. Push press? Do I download that before or after the... Did, what about the email? Do I answer the email? Do I text? What? So where are my PRs? <laughs> I'm waiting. November 23rd, November 24th. What is it? Is it Saturday or Friday? Because November 24th is a Saturday. So what you're telling me is a lie, so I'm not downloading either app. <laughs> so fuck you guys. I didn't come here to log this and log that. Anyway. Change is hard. Yeah. Change sucks. <laughs> so what was that question again? <laughs> <laughs> what was the question?
question. Oh, what advice do you give to yeah. people who want to do extra work? That want to? Yeah, that think that they're not getting enough out of the program. Oh, I got you. Um, I think especially with you guys, it's and it sounds repetitive, but just like trusting that there's a a science and a, and a reason behind what the programming is. Like it might not seem <coughs> seem like it's beneficial at the time, and seem like it seems like it's a waste of your time. Right. But, um, like I I've seen just doing ex- the extra stuff you guys program every day. Like I feel better each week. Um, yeah. Not even just after a month, but um, you can see results right away. I feel and feel stronger and. Um, I I think my biggest advice is just do it. Like just trust these guys and, and yeah. just do everything they have. They don't they don't make things up for no reason. Like there's there's something to benefit yeah. you with it. Yeah, I'll be honest guys. Let's let's be honest here. For the past I don't know how many years. Me programming, just doing general fit you know, what they say in CrossFit, general prepared fitness. General physical preparedness. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> GPP. GPP. <laughs> Which is great, which worked, but now uh, I think just having that dialed in focus and you guys spending the time, you know, behind closed doors really is attracting a lot of people. So it's great. I think it's great. I think there's purpose behind it. I got these two in front of us, like just going after it. Pina and Michelle just putting in extra work because of it. And uh, yeah, so salute to you guys for doing a bang-up job on the last two months, and we're looking forward to the what's to come. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's been unbelievable, man. Yeah. These last two months have been awesome. I think I told you last week, I I walked in and I was sore in places I've never even known I could be sore before. <laughs> like, it was... It was my grundle. It was great. <laughs> 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 it was like, yeah. Did part of my toe? <laughs> it, it, it kills me. What's going on? <laughs> my earlobes? <laughs> on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined me. <laughs> Sleeping last night? I couldn't squat. <laughs> my ears. It's out of my B cheeks. I'm just <laughs> incredibly sore. <laughs> no, but uh, to be honest with you, it's easy because yeah. of the way you are as a leader. I texted you Friday, so we finished we finished working out, and then I had to coach at 5. So I have like a two-hour window uh, mm-hmm. to eat, shower, all that crap, and uh, literally take a crap. And so what did I do in that two hours? Me and John went home, we whipped out our laptops and we changed sugar wad. We, we kept programming, we didn't stop. And then I texted you, you texted me about the video and you were like, you're like, oh dude, you're gonna die laughing, I just finished the video. Like, yo, this guy just got home from working out. He probably had to do all the same crap that I was doing on the same schedule, had only like an hour and a half, two hour window. And he, we, he went to work as soon as he got home. Didn't think anything of it, just grinded, kept grinding. And we, so were we. So when he's grinding, I know like, wow, like if he's grinding, we're grinding. We're all grinding together, baby. Eight, four, five, let's fucking do this. It's easy. He's working just as hard as I am. So is the next guy. So is Jamel. Yeah. So yeah, it's super easy, man. Like, Isn't that right over there? You set the precedent for all the other coaches and it's so easy to just be like, let's fucking get after it. Let's do this thing. If we had a shitty leader and like, oh, guys, like, uh, yeah, program or whatever, I don't know, put it in. And then, like, no communication. No, we're texting every day. Me, you and Steve always texting me, asking questions, what, what's going on. Like, tomorrow, Veterans Day, it's going to be a hero workout. Yeah, let's go. It's, it's been programmed. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, <laughs> you feel me on that? Like, so we're just connected. It's so, much e- it's so easy when you have a leader that grinds, and it's, it's, it's the trickle down. It really is. Holds us accountable. Right. I think that has a lot to do with what we talked about before. Just those experiences, because I refuse to be, you know, complacent. Like I said, it's just constant pursuit of like, I don't know what to what to call it. Just constant pursuit of success and greatness, and not taking a half-assed approach to anything that that I do. I guess. I mean, I, we were at dinner last night, and we were talking about like how impulsive I am. And that I feel like sometimes when I start things, I don't finish them, but she says otherwise. So I don't know what that is. I think that's that all stems from my past, and I'm sure it does for John, too. Mm-hmm. And to <coughs> kind of project that onto you guys is, you know, it's my service to you guys. I want that on my team. I want the same like-minded people on my team. And if you're not like that, you can get the hell out. That's that's how I feel, honestly, because hey, I can't waste that time. I was talking. We were talking last week about the cancer the cancer within you know within people as you know if as part of a team if you have cancer on your team you just got to get rid of it 
So I feel very strongly about that. Um, spent a lot of hours at home, not <clears throat> not doing things that I should be doing with my wife. And you know, props to her for you know having patience. But she knows that it's all going to work out because there's a long game. You got to play the long game. Trust the process. You want to add anything to that over there? Sure? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> come on. Why don't you come over here? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> come on. People want to hear you. She's crying. But you, ha- you have that affinity, and that's why we have a high-caliber guy like John, and, like Murph in here, man. It's like, who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, everyone. I mean, Jamel, too. I, I said to someone the other day, I said, seriously, Jamel, he he... You might be one of my best coaches. Seriously. Aside from your time management, that would just Jamel is <laughs> probably top. Probably top the best. Two coaches. Besides, yeah. Probably the best. Besides the time management. Yeah. Besides, <laughs> besides the time management, nobody, like everybody that comes in for Jamel's class, they know what they're getting. They're getting the best. Mm-hmm. They're getting the cues. They're getting their first muscle up. They're going to grind that day. And I've been watching awesome, them man. for the past, you know, couple of weeks because I've been at Poughkeepsie with the challengers and just watching his classes. It's so um, level one, like old school barbell stuff, like preparing and priming everyone for the movement of the day. And, you know, that's because the program allows it, first of all, allows that time to go over it. And Manfro said the same thing. It's like, I love this program because it gives me the time to coach. And that's what, you know, uh, the past couple of years. Putting the coaching back into the right. uh, coach's hands. Making coaching great again. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Put it on a hat. Make it red and white. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. The uh, I think the first thing we said when we sat when we sat down and talked about the programming, we're, we're letting coaches be coaches. Yeah, it's, it's so true. And uh, to be honest with you, like when we, like to break it down all the way, the what when we program, we don't program any more than thirty minutes of work. Mm-hmm. No more than thirty minutes of work, so we know that we could we could do a lesson plan and something something like some of these other gyms are doing, but that takes it out of the coach's hands and makes it so they yeah. do exactly what you say. No, when you go to Jamel's class, you get Jamel style. When you go to Turbo's right. class, you get Turbo style. That's what I like. Everybody, everybody, um, Give him the mic. Everybody, like all athletes, respond to different coaching too. It's like exactly one cue that I give an athlete might be might not work, but then you give them your butt a cheeks. different cue. <laughs> Squeeze them, <laughs> then you give them a different cue, and they'll pick it up. Um, and it just, it just shows like that just people are different. Like you got, you, you know, I can't treat one athlete the same way as I treat another athlete. And that's just, you know, it's building that relationship. It's understanding, it's having that cohesiveness between each other. You know, that's why I, you know, I enjoy coaching the same times every day or, you know, seeing the mm. same people come to my class every day. Of course I love a new person cause I love a new challenge. But when you build those relationships over years and years, you know, you can push somebody like, you know, like when they're like, Oh, I don't know if this weight is, you know, I can do this weight. And then you're just like a hundred percent, like in your head as a coach, you're like, this person's definitely gonna lift this weight and they're going to get it. And when they do it, it clicks and like, I don't know, just like you get, you get like, amped for him. What? Yeah. You get, I get amped. so amped. Yeah. You get this like euphoric feel. Like in the, in, the, in the video when he got up and you guys make fun of how I was screaming, like I was so happy. Yo, <laughs> fire. It's funny about that too. I was thinking me and Jamel were were happier than Murph was. Yeah, he dropped yeah. out with like a cold he's like, face. Yeah, he's like, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> was it perfect? <laughs> Back to the drawing board. <laughs> all right, that's one. Pretty now true. I'm going to do them all. <laughs> Why didn't I get two? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Jamel. Seriously, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, you are you are probably one of my best coaches I have here. It's very good. I like seeing that. And um, yeah, just getting fired up. It's it's been cool working out with you guys, because you know we we all fire each other up, especially with this what we've been doing lately. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool, man. It's 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 all about you know how you create your environment for sure, and if. You know, if you have some naysayers in your class and you just got to you gotta ignore them, you know. You just got to kind of do it for yourself and just go into your own box and forget that exterior stuff. But, you know, right now I'm lucky to to have that group of people that I can work off, you know, work out with and vibe off with. And it's pretty tight. It's cool. Murph, you get the call that you got drafted. Yeah. Take me through that moment. Um, so the, the way the draft works is they do the first day, the Friday night, uh, usually Friday night, and they do, um, the first two rounds that Friday night. Um, obviously wasn't a, wasn't the top two rounder. That's 
the best of the best. But um, the Yankees called me that night and said, like, be ready, be ready to go tomorrow between rounds um, five and ten. It's like, all right, I'm ready. And then they called me again in the morning. Like, I wasn't even up yet. And they called me and said, all right, you you ready for this to happen? Like, it's going to happen today. Oh, <laughs> who like, who okay. gives you that call? Is yeah. it Cashman? No, it's uh, it's one of the scouts. So every, scouts. everybody gets drafted by, um, gets their name put into the system by a scout. And then that scout relays the message to, like, gives their input on each guy of who they should take. And then the people at the top end up making the decision. Um, so it was... I mean, it was just me and my mom because I was super nervous. Like, I didn't, I didn't want to have like a draft party or have anybody over because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, it's it's all a business there. Like, they draft based based off their money and their projections and all that. So you never know, like, what's real and what's not. I've had kids told or buddies that have been told they're going to get drafted in the top ten rounds and they don't even get drafted. So it's pretty scary when when you hear that, but. Um, those guys were straight up to me the whole time. They were awesome, and they called me in the sixth round and said real quick, like I, I was watching watching it live on TV, and you could see like Yankees have 20 seconds left in their pick. And the guy goes, hey, would you sign for this? And I said, yes. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> and he was like, all right, I got to go. And then he hangs up, and I see my name come across the board. It, it happens that quack, too quick. Holy That's shit. crazy. My life changed in 15, go nuts? 15 seconds. It, it didn't really hit me right away. When you see like, your name up there? Did that just, like, did that just happen? That was way too quick. Like, I don't know if I believe this <laughs> right now. Did your heart sink or anything like yep. that? That quick? Yep. Right that's away. Crazy. If yep. you ever write a book, you have to call it 15 seconds. Yeah. That's a great title. Yeah. That's a great title. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> that should be the name of this podcast. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> it's like in a movie when they say the title. Oh, dude, he said it. <laughs> but yeah, and then, then he called me back. Um called me back and he was like sorry i had to rush off we had to get that one in quick and then um he was like all right call this guy this guy and um we'll get you on a plane tomorrow to get down here it's oh like the gosh. next day that quick okay wow. <laughs> yeah. okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah yeah damn damn so what that's city quick. were you going to went to tampa single a tampa yeah for for some so it was early sport early part of spring there um so all the other levels had already started their season so um my first day, for whatever reason, I don't know why, they flew me out earlier than um, a lot of the kids in the rest of the rest of the draft class. So they wanted to get me down there to work out in the field and everything. Um, so I get down there, go through my physical and everything, and um, the one of the head guys goes, "Hey Murph, you're gonna go out and work on work out on the field with Alex right now." I was like, "I don't know, Alex. Okay." Um, turn the corner, and it's a Rod. Yeah. So my first workout. As a Yankee, it was just me and him. What's he like? He's actually one of the best people in the world. Holy. People, like, I feel bad for the guy because he gets such a bad rap from whatever people want to say about him. But he didn't talk to me about baseball once. He asked me about my family, what it was like to go to college. Um, Just like, just about me as a person. We didn't talk any baseball. He just wanted to, wanted to just get to know me as a person, which was pretty, pretty cool. Damn. That's awesome. <laughs> Did he become your mentor or just a role model more so? Yeah, I would say more of a role model. We um so we went out like two or three times on the field, but after that he went he went back to the mm. to the big league team while we were still our our class that got drafted was still practicing together and everything. And at the time he was playing he was playing third base. Yep. And he still took the time to go back cuz I mean he's still arguably one of the best like shortstops yeah. of all time. Yeah. And he took the time to <laughs> show you some tips and tricks and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah, he um he was great with all that, him, and it was actually him, and, and I met Jeter on day one. I don't know. You probably remember when he broke his ankle in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, he was down there rehabbing when I got there, and he was in the middle of his rehab doing doing some banded um, stuff with his ankles, and he stopped for a second, came over and introduced himself to me and said, like, welcome to the family. Like, this, damn, dude, this dude's the best shortstop in the game, and he's rehabbing for his career to – keep playing for the rest as as long as he can and he took the time to come over and kind of welcome in the new guys to the system Sick. yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. <Rich's> <laughs> mind. i was like yeah. what Rich's mind is blown <laughs> well i mean it's not every day you get two <laughs> legends two hall of famers on your no. first day no you're living vicariously through this aren't you right now uh, i mean my b- yeah what's yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> balls of dingling baby this is crazy <laughs> holy shit i mean a rod I think he should go into the Hall of Fame, and I think it's bullshit that he's not because the whole scandal and all that, whatever. Um, 
but the fact that you two legends of the game you got to meet on day mm-hmm. one and just pick their ear and just ask him what's going on and the fact that he didn't even talk about baseball he cared more yeah. about stuff outside of baseball yep. because not like 90 percent of your day or i wouldn't say 90 you're on the field a lot um <laughs> the other part of your day means means more so even than when you're on the diamond right sleep right like getting acclimated to this new environment it's probably super scary for you mm-hmm. talk a little bit about what it was like outside of the diamond I don't know if we should do that. <laughs> 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 Actually, honestly, a lot of my teammates, well, they didn't make fun of me, but a lot of the teammates, like, would always ask, like, they, they'd all go out all the time. And yeah. I didn't, I didn't go out a ton. Like, I I knew I had a small window to kind of yeah. make a, um, try and make a move up in the system, which obviously didn't get as far as I wanted, but I knew I wanted wanted to push towards that, and we have an off season for a reason. Um were you with your girlfriend at the time? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. How long yeah. have you guys been, you guys been together? <laughs> we have. It's just past the five-year mark. Congratulations. Sick. <laughs> nice, dude. Thanks, man. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I, I just wanted to go out there and just perform and feel mm. as best as I could. So that was that was in my mind when I was out there. Do you think she kind of helped you with that in a sense, like focusing yeah. and not, you know? Chasing tail. Yeah. <laughs> you were you what? How far away were you from her when you were in Tampa? Because was she in Boston at the time? Well, I was. Yeah, I, I was in Tampa, um, and she was she was in Connecticut at the time. When I was in Charleston, she was still in Connecticut. So yeah. we were. I mean, that's, we were t- good, that's tough too. That, good that's probably apart. taxing too on like your mental game as well. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she must have really been uh, there for you. Yeah, you need those. You need people like her and my family that are nothing but supportive, no matter how bad you did the night before if you went over four four strikeouts it's a new day so yeah Yeah, you need those people for sure people ground you in those tight situations when you just (laughs) want to jump yes yeah it it gets tough and that's the good part about baseball is you always have you always have the next day to do something better (coughs) whether you had a good good game or a bad game the night before you you got a game in 24 hours so yeah that's like here too yeah same gym same thing same thing so yeah, it is really like being on the Yankees here. <laughs> the so, more I think about yeah. it, I am a Rod. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm just as big. Yeah, I, I can hit the ball just as hard. Yeah, <laughs> a J Lo. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So you're good. Damn, never thought about it like that. So Thanks. you you should be in the Hall of Fame then. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So people around you, your friends <clears throat> in the system. That in Tampa, was Judge there? Judge came a little later. He um he had broken, I think he broke his wrist in college and didn't play the whole senior year. He got hurt at the end. It of was his, it was something after the, the home run derby in a, in college. He he played for who did he play for? Fresno State. Fresno, yeah. And then he play like center field. Play yeah, center and right. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I think it was a shoulder. Yes, it was shoulder. You're right. There you go. Hundred percent right. There you go, dude. <laughs> so uh, I know your friend more than you do, bro. You should, th- you should listen to this. <laughs> I'll send it to him. <laughs> I will. No doubt. Uh-oh. Judge, uh, it would be an honor to meet you. I love you. Um, I, I would. I buy the Yankee tickets yeah. and I sit in right field purposely, not to look at your butt, but to look at you, man, because you're the man. Anyway, um. Uh, where was I going with that? Yeah, be like who are these weirdos? You're <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck this if guy. anything, um, <laughs> he's such a nice guy. But, that uh, weirdo. <laughs> so, uh, so who are some of the other guys that um, maybe made it to the majors or something like that? Mm-hmm. But like guys that you were playing with every day that like you knew you were going to go on to Charleston with. Yeah, um, another one is his name is Mikey O'Neill. He is Paul O'Neill's nephew. He oh, was wow. drafted with the Yankees as well, and he's playing with the Rangers now. That's crazy. Um, but he's he's uh, him and Aaron are probably two of my two of my closest friends. And then one one of my other buddies is uh, played at Georgia Tech, played with the Yankees um, for two years, and then uh, he's he's not playing anymore. But we pretty much had like a three or four person like pretty close group there. That's um, cool. Yeah. Damn. What was it, what was it like being in? Uh was it River Dogs? Yeah, being a River Dog versus uh, being in Tampa. I mean, I love Charleston. I think if I could live one place the rest of my life, it'd be Charleston for sure. Yeah, I've we heard had that. in minor leagues. You don't find like you don't get big crowds anywhere. You play at terrible stadiums. Like it's not it's not all the glory everybody thinks. Hmm. Um, but in Charleston, we had six thousand a night, um, and they did like so. College of Charleston is close to there. 
um, and a few other um, schools as well. And they Charleston would do like Southern and yeah, yeah. They do like Thirsty Thursdays and have a DJ <laughs> up up on the up on the uh, patio up top and have all the college kids come and just pack it out. It was it That's was sick. A, it was probably one of the, if not the best col- um, minor league stadium. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah, that place was awesome. <clears throat> yeah, man. How old are you? I'm 27. 27. You lived a lot of life so far. Yeah. Good that's amount. crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, boys, what do you say? John? That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just blown away. John's like, he's in shock right now. Yeah. I don't know what to say, stone. honestly. Yeah, dude. Totally. Too many CBDs. <laughs> uh, I'm the fittest alive in the 845. Who's this guy? He's really cool, too. Nah. That's cool. All right. George, any any final words? I mean, I can keep going all day. Oh, no. Yeah. I, you know, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> the listeners know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, could, I could keep asking this guy questions all day. John, you got any anything else you want to any, anything else you want to say? What did you say? What was that? <laughs> Thank Jamel for that first muscle up, I there think. Go. There you go. Hey. There's <laughs> your moment right yeah. there, Jamel. Yeah. Boom. Boom. All right. Anything? You good? I think that's it. Just I think keep that grinding, covers man. my whole life. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Just want to make an announcement. Yeah. <laughs> so starting, did I already say this? No, I didn't. I have no idea. No. Starting Mondays. So. <laughs> did I already who, say who this? Who knows? How the hell would I know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not connected to you like I am with Murph. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the, uh. Starting Monday, tomorrow, so today, you'll be listening to it today, uh, you will not be able to see workouts through Wattify. You must download SugarWad, and that's how you will see the workouts. Boom. Next episode, big surprise. You guys don't even know yet. I'll tell you when it shuts down. Oh, you know already? Yeah, I know. Fucking Manfro? Yeah, I'm the best. Oh. She told you? (laughs) I forgot who told me, but I found out. Son of a bitch. I didn't tell anybody else, though. I told them not to say. I All right. I love you. <laughs> Thanks, Murph, for coming on, man. Yeah, thank you, guys. Awesome story. Really thank it. you, man. All right. See you.